Chen, who is an artist in her own right, who is a writer. She writes for Art Forum China, who's uh, our translator for this evening. And uh, we're very grateful uh, to have her because we wouldn't have otherwise managed at all. So thanks, uh, Shusha, and let's get going. Which make a great influence on my practice. 
lecture about boys and contemporary art and was almost really struck by people like boys use performance installation as the medium to, to express their practice and you know, was almost really excited about it. was trying to ex explore another media except painting. Um, he tried photography, installation, performance art, and also get uh, different kind of information through library and his classmates and different talks. Started taking photography and reading a lot of books about movies and watching a lot of movies, and hopefully one day uh, he could be a filmmaker. After graduation, he did not really look for a job, but just thinking about how to produce a, a real film. After he graduated in 1995, um, and in 1997, when he lived in Hangzhou, and he started to prepare to film his first movie, is um, Exchange Paradise. Shanghai in 
2000, the documenter curator Oakwood um, went to Shanghai and met with Yang Fudong and he was really interested in this movie and they, they were happy to support Yang Fudong to keep producing this movie and finish it and, as, um, and will, be, um, will be exhibited in the 2002 documenter.
line moving. Can you hear from the back? Can you hear? Yes, yes I'm just double checking. 17. 2003 in Paris, when Fudong with Wang Xiaowei and Zhang Youhe um, in an exhibition in the uh, city gallery, and they met Hans, and Hans was asking Fudong about um, his practice and whether he has he has some new movies coming along. He told Hans about his plan on the seven intellectual scene. And move forest, and it might take five years' time. So Hans told Fudong about his plan in uh, the Yenale um, in summer that year, and in the Utopian section, and he would like to invite Fudong to participate in this session, and we'll uh, would feel will uh, and would um, play the first part of the seven intellectual. So basically, it, it is it is really Hans' contribution to. Uh, for the um for the filming of the whole movie. In year two thousand three, a lot um a lot of art contemporary artists they actually make works in a really fast pace and they they were consumed quickly in the market. But at that time, Fudong was planning to use a really long time to produce only one way.
intellectual in Fudosima at that time, um, there wasn't a really clear plot for it. So at the same time, it was good for Fudong to film it in a slow pace, and he he actually has the hope had he actually had the hope to see how this movie will be developed by itself. This was this was the um, this was in the Biennale. It was it was um, it was in the Venice Biennale in two thousand. In the you you Italian station. This whole movie was um, he would film one part each year, and each part will have would have thirty minutes. But after the part one, he basically changed his plan and will uh, limit the time in each film. Um, from, from Asian China about seven really famous intellectuals 
in Asian China. Basically, it's the time in Beijing time um, between 2000 to 4000 AD. What Fudong is um, is focusing in the power. What he inches is these seven people as a collective, a collective of seven young men. It's all about these seven young people's dream and the hope because they are young so you never know where they are going to be. Each part. 
Young people go to countryside and live there, but um, a lot. Of, uh, it, it is really different from um, the go go to the mountain and go down to the countryside during the Cultural Revolution time.
Fudong five parts of the seven intellectual is a is is the utopian life. Although for part three it looks a bit harsh, but actually it's about this um peaceful, happy life. Also for the filming team itself, um, it's, it, it was a wonderful time as well because they, they were filming um, seven intellectuals around China. about contemporary arts when they film um, like the ox and the young farmer is basically about the beauty of the life. It was a really big and big contrast to the life, the, the farmer life in the countryside.
life and the costume in his films. A lot of people asked about it, about it. And a lot of people are saying that the costume in this film are inspired by the fashion in the 30s or 40s. But um, it wasn't. It basically was inspired by um, the image of the author in a lot of um, philosophy books and novels. The image on the walls, guys, let's have a look there. That's the still, which I bought in Shanghai for our own collection about two years ago. Not Shanghai, Hong Kong, sorry. Slightly different from the previous recap because this seven 
young people, they, they actually have double life. One is the, the life as young people from the city, and then the other part of the character in this film is there as local, uh, local fishermen. change as well. The role won't be won't be their own. It they basically represents any single people in the city. Because of the time I just briefly introduced this um, film. Why there are only six people? 
like some old actors, they were in the previous four parts can come in, come to participate in this filming. Because um, all these seven intellectuals, they are not always the same person. Each part they are slightly different. Which is no snow at the broken bridge. It's about it's about hope. 
before the snowing is warm. Experience and that can be part of the movie itself. 
familiar with us here is um, casual conversation with um, everyone here and thank you everyone for coming. And if any questions, please. Uh, we'd love to have questions. It's uh, six o'clock by my watch. I keep trying to see in the dark. It is six, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So people will be coming, but I think let's firstly put our hands together. and of course the movie you can see and how we're going to do Seven Intellectuals is we're going to continuously show during the day when we're open and then we'll have a couple of sessions uh, you know this runs for two and a half months whereby we'll show the whole five hours together and have dinner in between so people will have to book for that obviously I still don't understand why we are all sitting this way when we're looking at I wasn't responsible. I hope you could see, could you? Yeah. Um, look, let's try and have it. If there are one or two questions, it's slower because of the translation, so we won't have time for more than two. Johnny, you've got a question, right on to You sort of already answered my questions, I think, when you said the average layperson response, like myself, when you have the uh, young people in the city going to work in the countryside, immediately you, you think of the Cultural Revolution yes. and sending people to the countryside. And then your clarification that the concept had nothing to do with that was very helpful. Um, the other things I associated with in the film are uh, Wangshan, Yellow Mountain. Historically, it was the most spiritual mountain in China where if you climb to the top, because of the weird effect of the mist and light and fog, you could see, if you look down, you could see a reflection in the mist. And people thought they were being called to heaven and would jump and commit un unintentionally commit suicide. <laughs> so it has this long history and association of this spiritual and unintentional uh, suicide. And I was wondering, uh, was there, what was the reason for choosing Wangshang? Was there any relation to the history of Wangshang? Did everybody hear the question? You did.第二个问题呢就是他说黄山就是在中国来讲是一个非常在精神层面上也是一个非常吸引人有名性的一个地方然后他说因为黄山顶上有很多墓啊还有那些漂亮的景色以后他可以看到人的就是导引在上面就会有
beautiful, it's, really, it's not like the city, really chaotic and dirty. The young people, basically, they are having the comfortable life there, and partly they can purify themselves. It, the other association, very quickly, is the numbers. In Chinese, in Chinese numbers have a, a much more significance than in, uh, in Latin uh, culture, Western culture. So, like number eight is the lucky number because of the way it's written, protection, or number four is the, or the same word for death. You, what is there any rela relation to number seven? You have seven people, seven uh, intellectuals. Is there any reason for using this particular number? It's a good question. Thing. So I think we'll have to, uh, people keep popping their heads around the door to, and might feel left out. So I think we'll, we'll have to stop. Sorry, but it was so interesting. And of course, Johnny, thank you so much.